Welcome to Everything Scary 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Say howdy. Hello, hello. And we're going to continue on our uh, sequel month to uh, Dark Side of the Sequel. I guess I don't. I, I <laughs> the sequel strikes back. But uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we're going to continue on with that, and uh, we're going to be continuing on with uh, one of my favorite movies, just because this was one of those movies that I watched a lot on TBS. It's going to be. Nightmare on, on Elm Street's three, because we're going to skip two, because Freddy's Revenge was eh. Plus, it's one of John's favorite movies. Yeah. John really loves Dream Warriors. The, the, the whole reason why we're doing this is so that we could could do that. Uh, really. That, that really was. I knew that's it's why. It's been a long, long game. I really knew that's Finally why. Finally coming to fruition. But yes, uh, 1998, uh, no, I'm sorry, 1988's Dream Warriors. Uh, if you want to, I mean, this is a sequel to, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, uh, which was episode 124. Uh, and this one is, is kind of interesting because I always thought it was just Wes Craven. Like he left and then he came back and then he kept doing the movies and stuff like that. But this one was actually directed by, uh, Chuck Russell, uh, who did the 88 blob. He did, uh, the mask uh, with Jim Carrey in 1994. Huh. Um, he did 2002's Scorpion King and they're... He's doing the remake of Witchboard, which Witchboard, if you want to know what that one was, that was episode 19 on this. So that was a way while back. back. Way back. But, oh yeah, I don't know if they're going to be as, as awesome to have oh, like, the lady it. with the, you you know, you got to have like a Tani Katane lookalike trying to, you know, <laughs> kick somebody or something like that. True. Oh. So I'm excited about this movie. Um, it, it does have Wes Craven helping on it. So, you know, Wes Craven, the guy, you, everybody knows Wes Craven. Easiest thing to do is to tell you what he didn't like. Like one of the sh the shows that like nobody ever brings up. Uh, he did 1991's Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, I'm awake now. Music video. He directed that. Really? Yes. He did 2006's Pulse. Really? Which is the one with the red tape. Yeah. Yeah. The the American version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, 2010's My Soul to Take. I knew that one. Yes. And uh, 1990's Night Visions, which I think is a. It just screams. Uh, Wes Craven. 90s. Well, 90s it screams a, a, a um, was it, uh, anthology film. Oh. But, uh, you know, he wasn't alone on this one. Uh, so, yeah, he actually did it with uh, Bruce Wagner, um, who is actually the, um, the, the who, who, did he also write the, the Cronenberg movie? The he, uh, uh, Maps to the Stars? Yes, he helped on that one. Oh, okay, okay. That was actually from 2014. Uh, he also did White Dwarf in 1995. Which is that one movie that I keep talking about where the land was split in half and then the guy reaches in and he grabs a hold of the thing that was in his stomach. With like, It was it was this weird, weird-ass uh, show. And I always freak out when I see it because a lot of people did stuff on it. But it was a, a pilot that Fox did in 95. And it came out. And they're like, hey, anybody want to watch this? And everyone's like, no. They had like the guy who... <laughs> <laughs> who looks like Timothy Alpha. It was it was a space western. Oh, interesting. Like, All right, well, then. we're going to have to find that one, so that way you can watch it, because it sounds fun. Um, and then he also did 1984's Young Lust, which is a parody. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was, I was excited for a little bit, and then it's like, oh, it's a parody film. I was like, yeah, but it's an 80s parody film, so nice. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, All right, uh, who, who know, we got starring in this one? We also, well, I will say that uh, Frank Darabont did actually help with the screenplay. Oh, okay. And you're going to recognize Frank Darabont because he did all of the good Stephen King movies. Uh-huh. So, like, you know the shitty Stephen King movies? He didn't do those. Yeah. He did, like, Shawshank. Okay. And uh, The Mist. The one, the, the Mist that freaked everybody out at the oh, end. I and love they're that. just like, 
I was, it was so a huge, happy. It was such a shocker. Like, I, so, it was it was so good. It the was, way the short story ends is they just keep driving and just kind of... Uh, and it just putters out. Yeah, yeah no, this one is, is this horrifying. America saves the day again. But not... I didn't really. save his day. I mean, if he had just held out, which if he had kept on to hope. I was like, but not really, because yeah. that's really horrible that he had to kill his kid. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is actually starring Heather Lingenkamp, who is uh, in 2018's Hellraiser Judgment, 2019's Getting the Kinks Out, and 2019's Portal. Yep. She's reprising her role as Nancy. Yes. From the first one. Yes. Uh, we also got Craig Wasson, uh, who is in 1978's The Boys in Company C. 1980s schizoid, uh, also with Klaus Kinski. I always, anytime Klaus Kinski comes up, I'm going to tell you that Klaus Kinski was in it because Klaus Klaus Kinski. That's one hard is to a say. fun way to say. Yeah, and two, <laughs> That's hard to say. dude was a psycho. Mm. He was a freak show. Like in real life. Yes, oh. he was a terrible person. Oh, yeah, like literally. Well, there's then a why movie are we mentioning him? Because it's so weird to watch his movies. Oh, okay. Like he was one of the highest paid actors for the, like the time. Like for like like at his at his peak, huh. and he he did all these amazing things, and and everybody hated him because he there, was a jerk. There's a, a whole movie called Killing Mr. Or Can We Kill Mr. Kinski, please, or something like that. It's it's Killing Mr. Kinski. Oh my yeah, like, god! Like there was effed up stuff. Watch it; it's amazing. Uh, he was also Craig. Uh, unfortunately, Watson. I got all sidetracked. Was also in 1984's Body Double. Yeah, so, Craig Watson was not not Klaus Kinski. No. Uh, we also have Patricia Arquette. This is her first movie, her first acting debut. Um, you oh, will actually. Oh, her. Okay, so she acted before that. I think so. Yes. Okay, so she's an Arquette, so I assume. True. Okay, so she was in a TV series called Medium. That's actually more recent. Uh, 1999's Stigmata. 1994's Ed Wood. There's been a lot of connections to different movies with that were connected to Ed Wood. Now, yeah. Which has weird me out. Yeah. Because that was like the third or fourth one in the last couple of remake things. Well, I, I love... that has something to say about the quality of movie <laughs> Ed Wood was. True. Well, I, I love Patricia Arquette anyways for Stigmata. Because yeah. I love that movie See, anyways. I, but... I, I've never watched that film. That freaks me out still i just uh, that's it we're putting that well, on you, look we're, we're putting was, that on the list it was 99 and i didn't want to watch stigmata i wanted to watch end of days but so i ended up love, watching end of days a bunch of times but we love what's his name this the same guy who was in end of days who also played satan in that movie yeah but I he know. wasn't but he wasn't satan in this movie yeah the guy from uh um, ghost ship. ship yes yeah. we we love that guy see I this know, is, this is why you need to watch nice it guy. he was in uh, hereditary right yes he was yeah, the dad, the dad mm-hmm. in, okay uh gabriel 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 something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, we'll sorry. That. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, of course, you can't uh, have a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that is successful uh, without Robert England. Uh, you know, it's too easy to tell all the movies that he was in. Although he has been in a whole bunch of stuff that we have also watched. Yeah. Remember the Midnight Game. Yeah, yeah, that um, one and um and uh, uh Jack um something monsters. Uh, Jack. Uh, yeah, yeah, the monsters. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was a monster. Yes. And uh, he was also in 2015's The Fun House Massacre. Oh, yeah, that sounds so I'm awful. I'm about that. Uh, you also got Lawrence Fishburne in this one, uh, a kind of a, a medium role. He uh, was uh, the caretaker for the kids yeah. in this one. Yeah, that's uh, right. Morpheus from The Matrix, if you want to have that. Or if you're younger um, or older, uh, technically, I guess, uh, Cowboy Curtis from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Really? Yes, with the Jerry Curl. I just remember him being in, uh, I mean, I see him in memes all the time, but mm-hmm. it's from like, I guess, Ike and Tina or whatever that it movie was. It was a was. lot, yeah. 
wherever he's looking annoyed behind him like what the fuck did you say you also got john saxon uh easiest thing that i remember him from he was he was in a lot of shows very prolific actor uh, he was in black christmas but i always remember him from uh, enter the dragon i mean he it's, was, it's yeah. a memorable role uh we got Zsa Zsa gabor uh who is probably best known for playing herself in shows uh she was also in 1950 i like i literally was trying to find a show that didn't have her listed as jaja gabor uh-huh. and the only one that i found or like the the easiest one that i found was 1958's queen of outer space which looks like it would be awesome to watch at some point yeah, i mean it's jaja like how do you not i mean she's gonna be herself in every movie because she's just so fabulous well hell she was herself even in like i think she was even i, I might get be getting her messed up with charo too that was the problem uh there was a lot of just people doing that uh we got uh, uh ken segos um who was it daryl from what's happening now uh you got uh ira hayden head and Bo. no he was Bo. oh yeah he was Bo. From, okay well you yeah. you wrote that yeah, weird in my defense but he was the guy with the glasses from elvira okay yeah yeah, yeah I know so that. remember okay. when he's like casting this this yes. is the, the wizard yes, kid yes. so this, that was one uh you got rodney eastman uh who was in the 2010 version of i spit on your grave uh, you got jennifer rubin who has been in just terrible movies just every single movie that i was trying to look at her being in they were terrible um example uh she was in the transmorphers uh fall of man so not she wasn't not in, Transformers. No, no. So this is the Asylum knockoff. Uh, but she wasn't even in the Asylum knockoff of the original movie. She was in the Asylum knockoff sequel of the sequel of the the movie. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then we got uh, Bradley Gregg, who was in Class of 1999, which cool. is one of my favorite movies as well. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, uh, that explains why you like this movie so so much. Oh, it's this movie was really the beginning of what i think of as nightmare on elm street the first one had some of the the interesting stuff going on mm -hmm. uh but it, it didn't really have the inventiveness or the interest that was going on i don't think he was and he definitely wasn't as funny he wasn't as funny no. yeah it was definitely scarier this one he's way more pervy yeah so the the funny thing about this one is this is remember the ending when nancy's mom gets yanked into the house yes. kind of funky by the window yeah mm -hmm. that to me was the goofiest part of that movie oh yeah absolutely so this is just a whole bunch of, of yanking yeah. into the yeah, yeah. That, and that is absolutely kills, why you love it except for like the 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 worst one that ever happened was the uh, the girl with the knives i did not understand what her deal was yeah that was a little that confusing. was the weirdest one but well you know what let's try watching it one more time we're gonna check this out we're gonna see if we can watch it and maybe understand what the hell was going on with that. Uh, we are going to be watching this on DVD because physical media is the only way to go in this world of streaming <laughs> constantly shifting around. Uh, and uh, if you can find it, I would suggest watching it. Again, uh, 1988's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Uh, we will see you all in a bit. Yep, be right back. It's 1987. Do you know where Freddy is? There's no waking up from this nightmare. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 3, Dream Warriors. We're back. 
Be right back. So that was, you know, it's it's interesting to watch this one over again to see. You know, first off, I, I miss the old New Line Cinema, uh, like, it's, opening thing. It's very the, Predator. Yeah. Like, well, it it kind of reminds me of uh, Halloween 3. Oh, it totally reminds me of Predator. Either or. <laughs> but it, it's a lot better than uh, the... Um, the the weird like offline like you know one they changed it over to like oh look this is the new line cinema and I'm like Bleh. isn't it just like the the movie reel or, or it has like the tape the, yeah but the, it's like half like half you know, like, look it's it's slightly sideways Ooh. it's a square with a little strip movie strip on the side yeah yeah well no it's it's like it's a piece of film and it's the two it's the tracking uh, thing for it. Okay, maybe I'm not thinking of the same one. Okay, well, now so. we're going to have to look well, at it. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that I know what you're talking about because they have that on, like, logo. other movies. Yeah. New Line Cinema logo. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That's in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But that looks weak. Shut up, baby. I know. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a better sequel with Blackjack and Hookers. Uh, so yes, this one, uh, it starts out, uh, with, uh, the most ominous, um, put together thing of, uh, of, God, was it like macrame or what was she doing? She was, um. No, no, it was, it was Elmer's glue and popsicle oh, no, sticks. No, it was, um, uh, God, what is it when you take the, the, it's not Paper mache. Paper mache. There we there go. There you go. Not macrame, mache. But yeah, she's just, and it's like, like in a black screen, like it's doing, being done in a completely different world. It's like, yeah. look how evil it is. And she's like pouring the flour in there and making the paste. And apparently uh, it, this is Patricia Arquette just doing stuff on a, God, was it like a Thursday night or something like that? She was just trying to stay said. awake. That's like the whole point is she's trying to stay awake and yeah, making, it, making little, making little models of a random house that. Is in her dreams. Is in her dreams, which also happens to be Nancy's old house. Now, the funny thing was, is that like she, to, to stay awake, she listens to, I guess it's heavy metal. Like it's eighties rock. Like so. So it's eighties heavy metal. Yeah, it's like it's closer. If it's I, like I hair know. metal. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, so she cranks that up. And then takes a spoonful of Maxwell House and chugs it down with some uh, Diet, Coke. Diet Coke. I'm like, yeah, you got to have the Diet Coke oh, in there. Oh, gosh. Uh, so you got to make sure you have that Diet Coke because you don't want to so get the gross. sugar in there, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, you might be being chased by an evil you know, spirit that's haunting your dreams, but you don't want to get fat. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, she cranks up the music. That's when her mom, I guess, comes home. Uh, from a, a date night with some rando that uh, is really looking for the bourbon. Uh, but, like, <laughs> the mom, like, kicks the door open and starts screaming. I was like, I can't believe you're going to wake up the whole neighborhood. And I'm like, with that tiny-ass, like... Stereo? It's, it's like not even a stereo. It's, it's a even, radio. It's not even, like, a boombox. It's just this little-ass, tiny one. Handheld radio. Uh, but she basically, she's, she's like, Mom, I don't want to go to sleep. I've got spooky dreams. Mom is like, look, I am trying to get me some, so go to bed. Uh, and that's when uh, Patricia Arquette goes to sleep. So, yay! But then uh, she uh, she starts to have dreams. Uh, one where she goes up, she like finally it ends up with her going into the bathroom uh, and then trying to I guess wash her face or something. And that's when Freddy shows up and uh, turns the uh, the little handles into hands that grab her, and then one of them becomes a. Uh, a a, a claw. A claw, and then, like, it's gonna stab her, or, like, I guess... It does stab her. It cuts her, heart, her arm on there, yeah. which ends up with her 
actually cutting her arm with her wrist, like with, with, a, a, razor. with a razor. Yeah. Which is that what he's been doing this entire time? I guess he's so. just been making people like cause that that was kind of I was like, huh. Yeah. I mean I mean that's basically what happened. And then his her her mom busts into the bathroom and is like Aye. Oh no and she's like, Mom and then she collapses. And this is whenever we're actually sh- um introduced to the Weston Hills Psychiatric Hospital. Uh because uh the obvious thing is that uh, She's bonkers. Yep, and suicidal. And therefore we're introduced to all the uh the other kids and uh by uh um Larry Fishburne. I don't wanna screw up his name on there. It was I understand it's Lawrence Fishburne now, but back then he was Larry. He was just Larry. Just Larry. Good old Larry. Uh, but uh, we're we're also seeing all the um, the kids kind of just in their interactions. I guess it's like one of the dads was like walking through it, or maybe it was the director or something like that with the um, with the guy who is uh, Neil. Oh, uh, I didn't even yeah. see. Um, well, so they they do guy. the whole bit, and uh, he's like whining about the newbie who's showing up. Uh, and he's just like, uh, I, I don't really know if I trust having that new person talk to our kids. Some uh, rando who just got out of psychiatric school and wants to wants to take do, over yeah, and put do, their name in a magazine. Do terrible things to my kids while you know advancing their own careers. And that's when we're introduced to um, <laughs> like, well, so what happens is, is Patricia Arquette <laughs> like freaking out. Uh, everybody goes to check on her. It's because they were trying to sedate her. Uh, and the mom, well, her the mom, mom is such a jerk. Like just like she's like, look, I know that my daughter's just having an episode because all she does is want attention, and I'm not going to give her any attention. So there's no point in any of this. That was she's so such funny. a dick. And that's when uh, she, they they keep trying to to give her stuff, and Patricia Arquette takes out a chunk of uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Man, yeah, Patricia Arquette fights like dirty in this movie. Grabs like, hold of that like thing and and. Larry tries to go for it, and Lawrence Fishburne gets that cut. Poor guy. Uh, and that's when she begins to to do the uh, the song, the uh, the nursery rhyme with the Freddies. Yes. Uh, but she uh, she just can't get to the never sleep again part. She's just never, <laughs> never. <laughs> and that's when Heather Langenkamp walks in, uh, slightly older. This being identified with the slight gray streak that she has on one of her hairs. Yes, which is actually from. I guess it, that she had that in the first. Did she at the end of the first movie? I, think I can't so. remember. Eh. I think because she was so stressed out from everything happening that I think she got the gray hair. I thought it was to make her look older, I like because she does not look any different. <laughs> she definitely doesn't. Yeah, even though it had been like God, was it like I think that was like eighty. But she dresses so. in mom clothes, like like business mom clothes. Oh, especially so. at the later on, we see her in that like the the funeral. Oh wear. my God, her funeral garb though is just spot on. I like, was like, it's just wow, perfect. I wish I could dress like that. She looks like in that she lo- reminded me of uh, the scene from Scrooge where. It's like in the future. Yes. And, and she's yeah. like the widower. Yeah. And she's like, yes. she told me, don't put up with any of that stuff. I was like, wow, that's spot on. That but is, we yeah. haven't gotten there yet because uh, Nancy, uh, she's still playing. Uh, Heather Lane Camp is still playing the character of Nancy. Uh, comes in, calms down Patricia Arquette, uh, gets a hug and everything's kind of cool now, I guess. Uh, this is when they decide to kind of have a, a introduction to everybody else. In group therapy. Well, this is, I, I think this might be slightly before that. Because this is when she goes to check out everybody's stuff. Oh, she she meets the two guys. Yeah, she yeah, meets... Yeah, just, uh, just the two guys. Though. She meets, um, uh, I want to say it was uh, Philip was the uh, the sleepwalker. And yes, then and then had Kincaid. Kincaid. 
um, who was the the apparently just angry guy. He was just the tough kid from the streets. He was just he was pissed off like all the time. All the time. It was pretty funny. Um, he was only happy at the end whenever he gets a kiss from from Trish Arquette. Yes, uh, and he's like, "All right, that's acceptable." We have been introduced to some of the other ones. We were introduced to the one that looks like Renee Zellweger. Uh, a little who, bit. Who really wants that? She burns herself with cigarettes, and then, uh, and I'm like, she's burning herself on her hand, which is easily seen. But she wants to be in TV, and I'm like, you should know better. Like, you don't burn nah, yourself like right there. They have makeup for that. I guess. Uh, and then we also get introduced to Will, uh, who is the uh, the kid from uh, the Elvira. Elvira, uh, and he is in a wheelchair. Uh, then we had. Uh, Taryn. Taryn. That's right. The the drug addict. Uh, and then Joey, who uh, doesn't speak. So, and then we kind of get like a little explanation. Uh, the sleepwalker. Did we do the sleepwalker guy? Did yes, Philip. Him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. So, Philip Philip is, uh, uh, apparently, he really wants to uh, to do marionettes. Uh, and he's like carving up, or he's he's making them out of clay. Yeah. Uh, because he's wood. not allowed to, yeah, to, to do anything with the, uh, the knives. And I like how he's like, they're afraid I'll, uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a normal that's fear. A, yeah. You're in a psychiatric war. <laughs> yeah, and like, true. You can't sit there and tell me that that's not going to happen because, eh. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a nice little, like, cool, check it out. Um, but that's when, uh, we finally get the first run with, um. Uh, uh, Patricia Arquette getting attacked in her because she gets this is a weirdly long movie because of all is. the different sequences that yeah happen. it really um, is and it's not that long I think it's uh, it's like an hour and a half maybe a little bit more than that like I think it's like 90 some odd minutes and change um, but it's it's so interesting because you, you're flipping and flopping all over the place to different to the uh, the dreams and stuff like that but this is when we first get kind of what's going on with um you know what? What's happening in this movie? Which the the gimmick is is that Patricia Arquette can pull people into her dreams, which she does when she is taken to the house in her first bad dream inside of the institute, uh, and then accidentally drags in uh, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, which is a very it's I I it's an iconic scene where she like kind of gets a little dizzy and then falls back into the chair, but she like falls all the way through the chair. Yeah. Uh, so it was, I was like, wow, cool. Uh, and that was the the worm monster that, one. That was wherever you know Freddy Krueger tries to eat all of Nancy. Yeah, well, it's, well, all of Patricia Arquette. So, oh yeah, sorry, Patricia Arquette, which is hilarious. She's she's like walking around and she's getting creeped out by something that's kind of like bubbling up from the under the carpet, and then it goes all around, and then finally it pops up as the sandworm uh, Freddy, and it's like swallowing her like a snake. It's like, nom, nom, nom. yeah, it's going, nom, 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 uh, nom, and that's nom. when it pulls in uh, Nancy, which, like, I guess Kristen just imprinted on having Nancy there. Like, you're the only one who knows the the thing, therefore I will remember you, even though she's met her like for ten minutes True. during one day. Uh, but she's, very, she's very, very memorable, though. I guess uh, that's when uh, Nancy shows up in the dream and stabs Freddie in the eye with a piece of glass, uh, which Freddie goes, you, and then she's like, oh my god, and I'm just like, yes, like. <laughs> I, I love that whole part because it's just like, oh shit, it's Freddy. And Freddy's like, oh shit, it's Nancy. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> uh, and that's when uh, they, they are able to, to finally skedaddle out of there. Enemies foe life. Yep. Uh, which, you know, say what you will, Heather Langenkamp ended up in like, what, three of those movies? Which, 
damn. That is a lot of Elm Street movies. As, like, Nancy in most of them, because yeah. I think even in uh, New Nightmare, he was calling her Nancy the whole time. He's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? My name's Heather. It's like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> even though it, was, it wasn't the funny one. It was the angry Freddy that yeah. we got in that one. We got the funny one in this one. That's yes. all that matters. He's very funny in this one. It's, it's interesting to see, because Robert England, I guess they, they dubbed his voice lower or something like that, because he was like... Oh, your wish is my command. Like yeah. later on, like yeah, he's very. Um, they definitely do something to yeah. his voice. Like, it was that's, a little it, odd, and maybe it it's odd. maybe it's because like the the rest of them just don't give a crap. Like so they they didn't do that bit. I guess it's money. like they were trying to make him sound scarier, or maybe they had to to like make sure that it was you know working with the nine hundred number that they used to have. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. It's at this point that uh, Nancy kind of goes over her thing with, uh, with uh, Patricia Arquette. I don't even care what her name is. Um, and we find out that, uh, yeah, Patricia Arquette is able to suck people into her dreams a lot. Yeah, she used to do it with her dad all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this part we get uh, kind of the first night. Uh, everybody kind of starts going to bed. Uh, apparently, Philip and um, no, oh, wait, no, no, the group, it was the group session first, right? Well, that's, that's, she that's the, and... the the bullshit part, and they're all like, "He's gonna kill us!" Like, don't you understand? That's when Philip kind of talks about stuff and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but we do see like immediately afterwards, uh, everybody's going to bed, uh, and this is when this we... is by far like the worst death, like the grossest. Almost. This yeah. No, no. This uh, is this is the most painful looking. This, one. It really is. Yeah. Because what happens is is that uh, Freddie uh, takes uh, one of uh, Philip's um, marionettes. I, I guess he takes it, but it's like a weird marionette doll thing. Which I'm like, who's seeing this? Is Philip seeing this in his dream or like what's happening here? I don't know. I mean, it's a very cool sequence. Don't it get is. me wrong. It's but very it's just, cool. Like who's seeing it? Uh, but yes, yeah. The the little marionette comes down, then becomes a full sized Freddie. Who slashes Philip's arms and legs and yanks out, I guess, tendons or just muscle strings and begins oh, to walk him gosh. like a marionette down the uh, the hallway. It's so uncomfortable. Like, ugh. It's uh, it, it's it cringy because looks... it's so ugh. And whatever they did to the to like the the fake skin that they put around it, the makeup was really uh, good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it looks like it it really did cut somebody open. It's like, Rrr. um. So nobody wants to see that. It's it's terrifying. Uh, and that's when, uh, he is also phased through a door. Yeah. Freddie like walks his ass right out the door, a locked door right in front of the nurse. And nobody seems to have an issue with that. But, uh, that's when, uh, Joey wakes up, starts, uh, uh, he wakes up Will, who begins to yell and scream and actually does smash open a window, which they don't smash open a lot of windows in horror movies. So I'm always like a little giddy over that. Yeah. Like, oh, good for you. You did uh, what you were supposed to do. More Joey, or less. Yeah. Joey wakes up everybody else. Uh, the nurse does not come to follow him, which I thought that was hilarious. It's stupid. Yeah. He's obviously in a panic. Yeah. Like, grabs a hold of her, her thing and then runs tray. over. Yeah. Like runs over slapping the walls. Everybody wakes up. Everybody has enough time to run and find out what he's doing, including the uh, the little cigarette girl who was the last one to show up. Yeah. Like, by, like, a couple of seconds. Like, it's like, oh, no, that's right. I need to make sure to wake up or something like that. But she uh, shows up, and everybody's screaming at Philip to wake up, but uh, that's when we see a giant uh, Freddy cut the strings that he's been held on, uh, and uh, Philip plummets to his death. Although, I... I think he jumped because he had to, like, he got some air on that He's one. He's just like, huh, huh, oh. Uh, 
And then he falls. Yeah, and he dies. Boom. And then um, this is whenever they decide, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, not Nancy, the guy who's working with Nancy. Neil. Neil. That's whenever Neil uh, decides in their group therapy that they're going to talk about what happened and that they just need to understand that, you know, this is all a dream. It's well, all, it's, it's not real. It's a dream. And he, committed he just suicide. committed suicide. He yeah. committed suicide. I'm just sitting there going like, no, he didn't. He, he was terrified. I'm just sitting there going like, how the hell did he get past the locked door? Is anybody having a question about that? Nobody questioned nobody, that. Nobody has a question about no. that. Maybe it was the 80s and people just phased through shit. Like, I don't remember that part. But then again, I wasn't alive for most of the 80s. Uh, well, actually, maybe half. A little bit. Half yeah, of it. But, uh, you know, hell, I don't remember that kind of stuff. But they decided that they're going to continue on with that. Um, this is when Neil has a, a little romantic rendezvous with uh, Nancy uh, and reveals that he had picked up a pill bottle that she dropped earlier, uh, which has Hypnosil, which uh, if you are a fan of Freddy vs. Jason, you might recognize that one as the drug that puts people to sleep but does not allow you to dream. Uh, which is the the best drug against Freddy Krueger. Yep, because you can sleep, you can get all the REM, but you can't dream. Nope. Uh, and that's when uh, she's like, "Well, you need to give it to the kids. That way, they won't they won't dream. We can get a this is this is kind of like the MacGuffin and the timetable on there. It's like, nope, not gonna do it. Uh, that that's not gonna work. Well, we then cut back to I guess it's the next day. Uh, when uh, the little blonde girl is uh, sitting there smoking inside of the TV room, which, man, don't you remember that, being able to smoke in hospitals? No. No, you don't. Nobody <laughs> should remember that. Because <laughs> it didn't uh, happen. And, and Larry Fishburne shows up and says, hey, you got to go to bed. She cries like, please don't. And Larry's like, all right, because I'm cool. All right, fine. I didn't see you in here, though. Yeah. And not even, like, five minutes later. Uh, this is when we get the Zsa Zsa Gabor part. Uh, where Jaja is on a uh, a talk show, uh, yeah, a talk show where she gets attacked by Freddy. He's like, you know what? Or Nobody what cares, is... bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's literally what Freddy said. He's uh, like, can I ask you? You know what? You know what? Nobody cares, bitch. And, and then he like her. attacks her. She's like, ah. And then the uh, screen cuts to static, and this is whenever the blonde girl gets up because her remote stops working. She walks over to the TV, pounds on the TV, and what the, happens? The arms uh, rip out of the the sides of it pick her up and he's like welcome to prime time bitch and then slams her face into the uh the tv i mean this is bitch is literally freddie's favorite word in this in this movie oh yeah now this is where that whole bit from rick and morty comes from but the funniest thing is is that the tv is probably like i don't know eight nine feet above the uh the, the floor the ground? Yeah. yeah so like there's no chairs around her there's nothing but somehow she was able to jump slam her head into the tv and then die yeah but because everybody runs with it, and it's a suicide still. Everyone's like, "It's suicide, tote suicide." Uh, this is when uh, they're having the funeral, and Nancy is wearing her weird, like over elegant, sh- like schmock and all that. Kind I of stuff. love her entire outfit. And this is when Neil runs into uh, sister uh, Mary Helen. Mary Helen, uh, who uh, uh, he admits he's an atheist. She says it's cold comfort, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, uh, the only way that you're going to save the kids is if you get rid of the unready, uh, the unsent spirit or whatever the hell. Yeah. Basically you got to find his remains. And it's like, aha, we have to do that. Uh, was that also the, uh, yeah, that was the explanation that we get later on to the, uh, the, um, 
Well, oh no, actually, oh no, no, it, it was it was then, wasn't it? During the funeral? No, it was it was later on when he's up in the uh, the rafters. Yes, that's right, that's right. Uh, but yes, uh, they decide that what they're going to do is go ahead and attack uh, Freddy uh, by uh, getting knocked out. We also get the explanation that these children that are inside the psychiatric ward are actually the last of the uh, Elm Street kids. Yes, which I. Yes, that kind of makes sense, but maybe it's like they were chan- like tangentially on there, or it was like the kids of the kids. Like, because, you know, somebody had to have been like maybe like 18, 19, you know, when mom and dad decided to torch, you know, Freddie, and then like 10 years later they had kids kind of deal. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess I mean, that's, that's what's going on. That's really the only way it would work. You're because... the grandkids of the people who burned me. Oh, uh, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the only way. Because otherwise, because Nancy was like 16. Yeah. Unless maybe they were all like seven or eight. Maybe he just really wanted to kill the teenagers. I maybe. thought they were the last ones. I don't know. I mean, I, he did wait until everybody was a teen. Yeah. Uh, it's at this point that they start uh, figuring out their dream powers. They they go into a dream. They a hip, a hypnosis one. Yes. Uh, this is when also Joey stupidly gets horny and walks off to find the hot nurse who has been walking around. I guess hot in that 1980s sense. Um while uh, Joey is making out with the nurse, we're introduced to everybody's different stuff. Uh, Will can actually walk. Uh, the uh, Taryn uh, can, she has leather. She's a sexy badass is I, literally what her, she's her like, powers I'm, are. In my, my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad. And everyone's like, what? And everyone's like, oh, clap, clap, <laughs> clap, clap, clap. And, and meanwhile, we're like, what kind of freaking, what what is that? Like, like what's happening here? What kind of she's got a awesome power is that? Giant mohawk. She has multiple. Maybe she can just summon knives. Maybe she's like hell from I guess. Hella. Uh, uh, maybe she, uh, I don't know. Maybe she pokes people with her. I mean, she was doing well up until, you know. She later. got one stabbing. Yeah. One single stab. Well, I mean, it scared the shit out of him. I mean, it was right under the armpit. Like, yeah. that would get He's me like, too. Oh. Uh, but uh, Kincaid gets the uh, super, super strength. strength. Uh, nobody notices that Joey's not there, but Patricia Arquette can backflip. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's when they, I guess they do kind of, no, no, uh, they get woken up because Joey, unfortunately, while he is making out with the, uh, the nearly completely undressed nurse, uh, gets a tongue in his mouth that just keeps coming. Uh, and it turns out that yes, it is Freddie who uses the tongue to, uh, I guess do some bondage, bondage on Joey and then like everything falls apart and he's stuck over a... You know, Hellfire. I guess. Like, I was like, what the? And then that's when the ugly doctor lady who has been pinch faced and evil this entire time uh, wakes everybody up except for Joey because Joey is in a, a coma. S- coma. From, he didn't get the hypnosil yet. He got. But they kept blaming it on the hypnosil. Yeah, which he, like, none of them got the hypnosil yet. It is obviously in their chart to, that they did not get the hypnosil. They're like, you did this? How dare you? And how dare you try to hypnotize people? Yeah, because that totally works. Yeah, you just get hypnotized and you can't wake up. I, you go into a catatonic state. So Seems odd. Seems odd to me that that would happen, but whatever. Uh, yes, they all awaken except for Joey, who is in a catatonic state. Uh, he will not wake up. Um, that's when everybody, like Nancy and, and Neil, get kicked out. 
Um, this is when, uh, like, they're kind of trying to wonder what to do. They're not going to get the drugs to the kids, so they're freaked out. And we know that Freddy is going to attack them. And we know um, the pinched-faced nurse is an asshole. Yeah, and uh, this is when we see uh, Sister uh, Mary Helen show back up. And we get the... Um, Explanation of how Freddy came to be. Which was, uh, a woman was left over. Uh, she was a, a candy stripper, I guess. Uh, or a nurse or nun, something like that. I don't remember she how that happened. I don't think she was a nun yet. Um, but she, uh, Maybe? she made the mistake. She got locked in the room with the, uh, patients for, uh, over a holiday weekend. It was just bad stuff happened to her. And at the end of it, she ended up, uh, with, uh, Pregnant uh, with Freddy. Yeah. So the bastard child of a thousand maniacs is the, or a hundred maniacs, something like that. Yeah, uh, it, was, so, it was awful. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. And the only, she does explain at this point that the only way uh, to stop uh, Freddy at this point is to lay his bones to rest in hollow ground. Uh, so, ah, okay. Well, we need to find that. And then she disappears. Poof. Yep. Like she did the last time. Poof. Poof. Uh, so at this point, uh, Nancy and Neil decide to go find uh, Nancy's dad, John Saxon. Uh, who is just listed as Thompson in this one. So I think the the point was is that he, I think he was Sheriff Thompson in the first one. I think he was and now too, it's uh, like security guard Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, they didn't want to give him another name. They're just like, eh, it's Thompson. Just Thompson. Thompson. Uh, who is shit-faced in a bar in yep. his little security bed. In a, a bar called Little Nemo's. Which, yeah, that was cute. Dreamland. Uh, it's, uh, at this point when, uh, they find out that, uh, Kirsten has been put in the quiet room and sedated. Yes. Uh, so Nancy goes back to try to, to help her, uh, while Neil stays, uh, with John Saxon. Beats the uh, shit out of John Saxon. It's like, you're going to tell me where those fucking bones are. It kind of reminded me a little bit of James Kahn. I even told you that while yeah. we were watching it. Yeah, yeah, Uh, like old James Kahn, like, you know, alienation kind of vibe James Kahn. But yes, uh, he threatens uh, John Saxon. Uh, and uh, this is when Neil and John Saxon drive out. They go to a church. Uh, he, Neil keeps having to take the keys out because John Saxon keeps trying to run away. Uh, but that's when uh, Neil goes in, grabs a holy water and a crucifix uh, in exchange for his <laughs> driver's license, to which he runs back outside, immediately gets into a car and drives away yeah. uh, to the auto yard uh the uh the junkyard where uh the thompson and the rest of the families hid the uh the the kruger body uh nancy on the other hand uh goes in i guess they she she gets past Lawrence fishburne by telling her that uh telling larry that she larry. just wants to see all the uh uh the kids one last time they all go to the group meeting they hypnotize themselves and I guess that's when Patricia Arquette pulls them into the dream, yes. or they just kind of tangentially get onto it. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, we lose two of the kids during this period of time. Uh, the uh, Taryn, Taryn gets, uh, gets ugh, with her gaping. This was the worst mm -hmm. one for me because ugh. she immediately like nothing else is going on in this. Like, but she like immediately like, oh, I can't because he's got syringes full of blue liquid. Which I'm like, come on, girl. And but her arms start doing that little sucky mouth thing. Ugh. Ugh, stop it. Stop it. Stop oh, yeah. it. That grossed me out. Stop. Uh but uh yeah, so cause apparently in uh dreams she's not only beautiful and bad, but still a heroin addict. Um she gets this is when <laughs> it's actually really funny. Watch Robert England 
uh, when he tries to stab her arms because he gets like two of them and then he kind of brings the, the syringes over so that they just kind of flopped over on the arm just yeah, a little bit. So he's, he's like, like, he's like oops. There we go, done. And we only got we only got four point six million dollars in the budget. I'm not doing another reshoot, goddammit. Uh, and that's when uh, they actually do a really interesting uh, vein thing with Taryn. If you saw, she gets the big bulging veins, mm-hmm. uh, and then just I guess her, her it looked like her arm was wasting away. I guess, yeah. And that's when uh, Freddie starts doing the the. <laughs> she like shakes like, oh yeah. And he gets super excited. It's getting high. Uh, and that's when she falls down. Um, then we get to Will, uh, who gets attacked by a chair. Wheelchair. That is very spiky. Spiky it's, wheelchair. It's a badass, actually, looking wheelchair. It's ridiculous. It looks, you know what it looks like? It looks like the one, like the chair that you would show somebody, like in the before picture of a hemorrhoid commercial. I, it's like, <laughs> would you like to sit down on this? I feel dun, dun, like dun. if Death Race had a wheelchair, this would be a part that, of the Death Race. That would De- be, yeah. Death Race wheelchair. I, I, could, I see that. could not even say death race wheelchair. Jeez. The best part would be it, would, it wouldn't even be like the newer death race. It'd be like the old 70s death race. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carradine comes out of nowhere. Uh, but no, so uh, Will is able to blow up uh, the, uh, the, the hell wheelchair by uh, casting magic spells uh, because he is the wizard master. Uh, we did see some Dungeons and Dragons beforehand, which uh, this was probably the most positive uh, version of Dungeons and Dragons shown on the screen. Did it make your heart in the happy? 80s. Not really, because he he's uh, the DM part was was kind of pissing me off. You have to say the words, or it doesn't work. It's like, look, she she cast the damn spell, and this is back in Thacko times. I'm like, dude, just just keep going, all right? He's like, every time <laughs> I get the game going really well, uh, you know, you come in, it's lights out. It's like, yeah, well, Larry has a job, and you probably could have gotten a, across from this shit. You know, without having to tell her, like, tell her to the, the Prince of the Elves. Oh, really? The Prince of the Elves? Thank God the Prince of the Elves is there. He's not an Eldar. He's not an uh, Outer Being. Are you a wizard? Are you a warlock? What the fuck's oh, going on, Lord. man? Yeah, I'm just saying. Hurry I'm up. just saying. You're getting your all right. nerd all right. juices all over me. Hurry up. Unfortunately, uh, he does try to cast uh, magic, I guess, chain lightning or something like that. He starts, uh, or green lightning. I don't know what happens. It was, it was some sort of lightning. Look, he Eldritch sh- Blast. He, he, tries you, to, he tries to get Freddy. Freddy doesn't handle you, it very well. If you take a couple of different, uh, you know, inca- invocations, you can be way the fuck away from uh, him and just cast Eldritch Blast. And it'll be awesome. But no, you start running towards him like you're going to tase him or something like that. And that's when Freddy Krueger goes, yeah, no, I don't believe in fairy tales, bro. And he just guts the poor kid. He really does. Yeah, he dies. Um, uh, this is, it's interspersed during this period of time with the, the kids die and everything else when Neil and uh, Papa Thompson show up at the uh, the wrecker yard. Uh, they get out. They uh, find the, uh, the, the the old caddy. It was beautiful too. I felt so bad for it. I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty caddy." But it's a red Cadillac with uh, fins on it, where they decided to to stash the dead isn't body. Isn't that the same? Isn't that the same car that they were driving in in the first movie I, at the end? I maybe. I think it was. Could have been. I think it was because I think that was his car. I think that was the whole point. Oh, that would have been interesting. That actually makes a lot more sense, even yeah. though I was like, I was like, well, I was like, there's the car, the caddy. I was just like, how did you know? You didn't think you could see that one from now on? You're just like, yeah, it's the caddy. It's like, everybody could, somebody could find that from space out here, man. <laughs> the hell is you talking about? I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this thing. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, Neil uh, immediately takes the keys out of the car. Uh, unfortunately, uh, 
uh, Thompson doesn't see that. But uh, yeah, he is able to pop open the uh, the the trunk. Uh, it's at this point that we flip back uh, Nancy and uh, Kincaid and Patricia Arquette all hang out for a little bit. Um, they are looking for Joey. They find a uh, a door that is being held up by one from one side. I thought that was a really cute, practical way to do it. You hold it up from one side, but you do the angle just so so that people can kind of not see it if you just turn the angle right when you, you were you so the, excited i was so excited about that but you it can looks tell. like it's being suspended yeah. in the air but that's you, the whole point they did it for cheap they like did. like nowadays you just do that as, as a uh, CG. cg but like you know then you, you did it practically in screen yeah because otherwise it would be looking like it was rotoscoped or something like that <laughs> uh but um that's when uh, they open up they go into the boiler room they uh, get all the way down there uh and they confront freddie as they see joey uh, kind of being suspended over this big chasm with fire at the bottom of She's it. She's like, let him go, Kruger. And he's like, as you wish. Your wish is oh. my command. Oh, yeah, that's Not as you wish, because uh, that was... That was Princess Bragg. Yeah, that was that was Wesley in the fire swamp. My, my apologies. Uh, but, uh, yes, uh, that's when uh, uh, the tongues start going down. Uh, Nancy's able to kind of flop over towards it. <laughs> I feel like we need to explain that part better, because the, the tongues keep coming down well, it sounds gross the, the tongues keep releasing uh joey as he's 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 being held spread eagle <laughs> over uh, a giant chasm uh, with tongues wrapped around his arms uh and then they begin to release uh just sw- flopping around uh as uh joey is beginning to fall uh, thankfully uh nancy is able to get down there uh, grabs a hold of Joey before he falls into the, the ground. Uh, Patricia Arquette starts backflipping all over uh, Freddy Krueger. Um, Kincaid saves both Nancy and Joey. And then attacks Freddy uh, by skewering him with a, a piece of rebar. Uh, that's that was when... Nancy. Nancy did that. Oh, well, that's that's right. Um, King, well, Kincaid starts beating hell out of Freddy, but he starts getting his ass beat and like held up. And then Nancy's like, watch out! Shish kebab! And it doesn't work. Big surprise. No. He's like, what's happening? It's like, oh, the, the children's souls give me strength. As he tears open his shirt like Captain Kirk, and there's like the faces of all the kids like, oh! It's like, oh God, that's horrifying. What did that remind me of? It was, uh, it was another movie. Wherever... Scrooged? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So the interesting thing is though, they kept this going with the kids' faces on the thing. And in fact, they did that, I think in the second, the, the next one, four, mm-hmm. uh, where they had like the specific children's faces oh, like, on there. Interesting. Um, but yes, they had screaming kid faces on, on Freddy Krueger. Uh, that's when, um, got, he, uh. He has to he has to bitch out. He has to run because uh, they find the big bag of bones inside the Cadillac. Neil and uh, Thompson find it out there, and they've they've already dug a hole, uh, and they're gonna shove that in there. Well, unfortunately, Freddy is able to take over his own bones, like Jason and the Argonauts, and then start attacking everybody. Beats the living shit out of Neil, uh, and then kills Thompson. Kills Thompson by chucking him on top of a. He got shish kebab. Like oh, it was terrible. Uh, so yeah, and then seeing that his job is done, just ditches out. Uh, that's when, uh, Joey and the rest of them try to get the hell out of there. We they, go into the mirror room. Yes, uh, that's when, uh, they get attacked, uh, and all the Freddies keep pulling them into the mirrors. Joey finally releases his scream, uh, which is what his power was this entire time, uh, enough to shatter the glass and they all get chucked out. Um, and then they find another room, they go in there. And Nancy's daddy is like, Nancy. Oh, that's right. 
Nancy, I couldn't, uh, I died, but I couldn't go on without seeing you, even though she wouldn't know that he's dead. Yeah. Like. Because he wouldn't be in the dream. No. Because uh, he's dead. Well, I mean, he wouldn't be there anyway, because he didn't want to have anything to do with anything. So yeah. she, she had absolutely no idea that her dad died until Freddy was like, hey, I died, but I'm, I just wanted to give you a hug. And then stab, because it turns out that it's actually not John Saxon this entire time. It's Freddy Krueger. And he stabs her right in the tummy. Yep. Uh, the the longest kill ever. He then uh, shoves uh, Kincaid and uh, or locks Kincaid and Joey out of the room, uh, and then goes to town on Patricia Arquette. But before he can, uh, Nancy gets on top of him and stabs, stabs him with his own hands. Him thing. and her. Yeah. Yeah, like together because she's like, Ugh. and he's like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. And then this is whenever Neil wakes up and is like, oh my god, I got knocked out. Quick, let me put Freddie's bones in the back in the hole, and then pour some. Uh, holy water that I stole from the church and the cross that I also stole from the church. Oh, he's got to reimburse him. So, I mean. Yeah. But apparently the power of boners awakens Neil. So Somehow I'm that just, works. I'm so glad. It was just like, Thank no! God for kickstands. It was just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, Nancy, I didn't get to hit that shit. <laughs> but that little gray streak turned me on. Oh, it was everything I wanted, oh. especially with you in that school marm outfit at the. <laughs> oh no uh, but yes um, Patricia Arquette wishes uh, Nancy into a beautiful dream I guess maybe it had a cornfield in it or something like that that's my assumption uh, anytime somebody wishes somebody else into anything I assume it's a cornfield mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, Freddie does the this one I call the chandelier death because he looks like a spinning chandelier yeah, with all the lights coming it's off a, of it. It's a top. It's a topper. Or, yeah. or, no, I like the chandelier one chandelier better because he does yeah. have a lot of light coming out of it. And then he, he just does he explode or does he just poof? He just kind of poofs. Yeah. yeah. This is it's the not explosion really like is a, later. Yeah, it's not really like a very like satisfying. Like, death. Ah, and he's dead. Um. The then they have the funeral. Uh. Neil. Uh. Stands out there. He sees that he, he walks around where the. Uh, uh, the sister Mary Helen was. Yeah. And it turns out that uh, it was Amanda Kruger. She this was entire Amanda Kruger the, the entire time. Dun dun dun. Uh, and this is when we see Neil uh, inside of his own home, sleeping with next to a doll that Nancy had that was supposed to protect against bad dreams, and uh, a completed Freddy model. Yes. Uh, so I like. Well, not Freddy model. It was, it was the, the house model. The house model. But it was that her model or was that that was uh the one that patricia arquette made I okay think. uh and then uh, a light turns on on the inside of it yeah <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and we're done yep that's it no i know it's because every time i think of I was a, like no i think every time i think of a, a horror song <laughs> see i can't remember the freddy one and just like that we lost 10 subscribers <laughs> like i can't no there's like the the freddy it's like uh, guess who's back? Ha ha ha! It's Freddy or something like. There's a weird song. For it him. was it was the but Fresh like, Prince of Bel Air one. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and our Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff did it. That's right. Well, my issue is, is I really like the the man behind the mask a little bit better. Yeah. Which was Alex Cooper. Yeah. Oh Alex yeah. Cooper. Yeah. 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 It's, he's back. That's why. Ch -ch -ch. Uh, uh, uh. He's back. He's the man behind the mask. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Anyway. So yes. What are you gonna rate it? Uh, oh god, this one I don't even know if it we gets... have to. We have to rate it. Ah, We've rated all right. the other sequels. Oh, it's a seven. I mean, this is this is definitely one of my favorite really? movies. It's oh, one yeah. of your favorites, and you only gave it a seven. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of terrible shit that goes on, and it's kind of dumb. 
You know, right, you want me to give it an eight? I'll kick it up yeah, to an eight. I will. I will give it it's eight. Your eight creepy paper mache houses out of ten. I this one is my favorite of the um, of the series, uh, except for um, maybe New Nightmare. New Nightmare had a lot of fun in it, um, but yeah, this one is my favorite one of it. You know what I want to know though hmm. is why in the Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors three movie trailer does it show nobody that's actually in the movie? Oh, because it it didn't need to. They didn't know what they were going to be doing with this. Yeah, it's like yeah, nobody. There's a dude with a mace, and then another. Well, it's because he plays D and D on that, and then uh, I guess that's supposed to be Heather Langenkamp, who's like mostly naked. But that was just to pull the the uh, thing in for the ah. the poster is what we're talking about. Ah, not the trailer. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant the, the yeah, I meant the poster. It. It's a little weird one. I, I think like probably what happened was was apparently uh, let's see who made this uh, Matthew Peake. Matthew Peake may have not been familiar with the uh, the movie. Or maybe he just didn't... They didn't know what the hell they were going to be doing. They're just like, we need some people standing on Freddy Krueger's glove, but not all of them, just most of them. We're going to forget one of the knives, and we're going to draw it in later. And then I guess Kincaid's in there. He's sweaty. He's got a baseball bat, even though he never has a baseball bat. Nobody has a mace in this. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's definitely not the yeah, Will King, because that's a, that's, a, that's a man right there. I guess Kincaid is probably, like, the, the, the only one... <laughs> I get yeah. I, I, so the the other one is supposed to be the girl, uh, but she's not blonde. Well, she's not blonde in that. She's got silver hair. I'm just saying she also That's doesn't have a mohawk. But yeah. I was, nah. Or but anyway, anyways, what, what would you give this? Um, I'm actually gonna give this one a seven out of ten. We're gonna. You do... give me so much shit. First about of it being all, a this seven. is not my favorite all movie. Right, this fine. is your favorite movie. It's not favorite movie. It's I'm the favorite gonna of the give series. it a seven out of ten. Uh, <laughs> weird Tubi Freddy Krueger's eaten Patricia Arquette. Okay, I'll give you that. I had it at the end because I had to make it plural. <laughs> multiple, multiple Freddy's eating Patricia Arquette. No, <laughs> just a, she didn't expect the multiple sandworms. Uh, but yeah, I I really do love this one. This one showed to me really the creativity of the the series that it could be in. Yeah. yeah. Um, with. You know, and, and you know that they couldn't do too much because of the budget and the time period. They did not have the CGI to do really horrific stuff. And they didn't have the budget to do something like The Cell. Mm-hmm. Or not The Cell, but Cell. Yeah. Um. So you couldn't have, like, the horse getting cut up and, you know, Oh, that was stuff. such a great movie. We uh, gotta review that one. Maybe. Uh, did we not? No. Oh, weird. Uh, but it's it's that kind of thing. You had a lot of vibe. You had a lot of energy in this. And you still had Heather Langenkamp coming in doing, um, you know, Nancy, good Nancy. Nancy, very well, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I love seeing her in stuff. I I was kind of sad when she, like, I think she dropped off for a little while and then she came back. I guess she's doing stuff now. Mm. Um, which, you know. Good for her. It could have been terrible. It could have been just them doing, like, Scream Queen stuff and having to go to the, uh, the, the, uh, how was it? The, the tournaments? Not tournaments. Uh, Conventions? Conventions. There, there you go. go. Words. But, uh, you know, she she did a good job. So I really enjoyed this one. Um, you know, I God, what did we get? That? We got this one as a uh, part of a... a like, movie package. So it was one of those grouping ones, like the like the, the whole series set ones of DVDs. Yeah. We, but, we get uh, those all the time from Walmart. Yeah. But it didn't have 
No, this one's an older one. This oh. one's one I bought long time ago from Half Price. Oh. Where it, it was like they didn't give out the entire series. So they had like a couple of them. Oh. So it has like, I think I've got a couple of things like that where it's got like the uh, the stuff on the back of it where it looks like it's like, if you put them all together, it's one picture. Oh. But you don't have that one. It's like cutting it off. It's like, oh, what is this? I don't know. It, it makes a picture if you watch all of it. But uh, yeah, I really like this one. I, I'm glad to have done this as part of our, our whole sequel month thing. Uh, I am looking forward to kind of seeing what we got at the end of this. Uh, this was exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, what about you? Did you enjoy this movie? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Uh, do you love, uh, pop songs about horror movies? Well, you know, let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com. Uh, main website is ESAT3AM.com. Uh, or at Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM. Or, uh, leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3AM. We would love to hear from you. But until next time, we will see y'all later. Yep. See you soon. Later. Bye.